Hello there. Welcome to this episode of Force Ghost Conversations. This is your host, Anthony King, and this week, along with special guest, Mrs. Force Ghost Conversations herself, Elise King, we're going to take a deep dive into the Season 2 episode of The Bad Batch titled Metamorphosis. Before we get started, I'm inviting you to join the conversation with us. We can be found on Twitter and Hive at Force Ghost Pod. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok just by searching Force Ghost Conversations. And we look forward to connecting with you on those platforms. Also, if you'd like to, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on your listening site of choice. Plus, Force Ghost Conversations is now live on Patreon. If you're a fan of the podcast and would like to consider pledging your support, there will be a link in the episode description for you to check out the various tiers offered. Finally, please be sure to check out our T Public store to buy some Force Ghost Conversations merchandise. And without further ado, it's time to gather around the campfire for some Force Ghost Conversations. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another installment of Forest Ghost Conversations. And boy, what a special episode of this podcast you're getting today, because I'm going to tell you right now, the conversation that Mrs. Forest Ghost Conversations and I have, this dissecting Metamorphosis, the new episode of The Bad Batch, it's really special. We speculate a lot. We talk about the implications of the episode, so you certainly don't want to miss out on all of that. This is also your spoiler alert warning for the episode. If you haven't seen the episode metamorphosis of the bad batch what are you doing pause this episode now go watch it on disney plus and then come right back to this moment in time so that you are all caught up with everything that we are going to talk about because it is fun we get all into the nitty-gritty of it all you don't want to miss out at all on all the good goodies that we have in store for that and of course because this is a midweek release we are not going to be covering any of the news in this week's episode uh, that will be on our Sunday release, which will be all about The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 2, whatever that is titled. So be on the lookout for that, where we will talk about all the news happenings in the Star Wars Lucasfilm galaxy. You know the drill. So on the other side of this break, folks, we'll be right back with our conversation about Metamorphosis, the new episode from The Bad Batch Season 2. Stay tuned. Well, right, everybody, welcome back to another incredible, hopefully incredible installment of Force Ghost Conversations. We're here to talk all about the new episode of The Bad Batch premiered last Wednesday, which was, of course, titled Metamorphosis. And of course, to break it all down, to answer some of the questions I prepared in advance, you know her, you love her, of course, it is Mrs. Force Ghost Conversations, Elise King. Elise, welcome back to the program. Thank you so much. Excited to be here as always. Well, we're more excited to have you back on the show and to talk about this incredible episode of The Bad Batch, dare I say. Uh, what were your initial thoughts uh, about this episode when uh, we first hit play? Did you have any inclination that this episode was going to go the way that it did, especially as that first um, that first kind of cold open scene happened? 
my first thought was like, wow, what an entrance to like have the ship appear out of hyperspace, like slowly turning in destruction. Mm -hmm. I was like, that is an amazing cold open. Also got very like horror sci-fi vibes from the cold mm, open. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like in the TV show, The Expanse, you know, no, when they yeah. come on the really ship that first episode, with yeah. the goo everywhere. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this is very sci-fi, horror beats, another genre nod. Mm. I see a trend in the whole season. Mm. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I was like, this is a new beat and I like it. Yeah, I agree with all of that. Now, this episode does a great job of moving the needle forward, so to speak, from what we saw at the end of season one. The Empire is trying to control cloning ex operations and experiments for their own usage. Surprise. Yeah, surprise. Big surprise there. Do you think that the project that Dr. Hemlock, the doctor that is talking to uh, Nala Say and the Prime Minister at the end, the main Imperial guy, uh, who I believe is the voice of McPoyle from uh, <laughs> It's Always Sunny. You probably know him from other things, but that's all I know him from. Um, do you think that the, the project is just the tip of the iceberg for the Emperor's plans? I think you answered your own question with the question. It is, I think, only the tip of the iceberg with, mm. the, with, the, plant, with the Emperor's plans. I thought the Prime Minister was dead. I thought so too, but evidently not. They killed the guy in the room next with the prime minister, but not the prime minister himself. Maybe they just wounded him. Yeah. Maybe they just, you know, all we see is blaster bolts going. We yeah. see the door close. Pew, pew. Yeah. Who Who was pewing who? We don't know. Or where the, the, the damage was done, right? Did they just shoot him in the, in the legs to make it easier to transport him? Like that? I think it was wise of the Empire to do so to not kill him i think that was a smart political move on their end because then they can use it to their advantage now yeah yeah i mean he has information obviously so why kill a wealth of information yeah it's um, not like he can do any more like he can't do anything to them <laughs> yeah i was just like wow okay there's more than one they're gonna play off each other and obviously the prime minister gives no um, does not have any care in the world. Sorry, I'm trying to reframe for PG audiences. Mm. No care in the world for his fellow Kaminoan. Yeah, Nalase. Nalase, and like is fine with her being manipulated. So, see where his loyalties lie. Survival is where his loyalty lies. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll do anything to get out of that prison. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, it makes sense. It actually, I mean, I was kind of being facetious. It. <laughs> it's not so much of a surprise. Like, why would they get rid of cloning technology? They can apply it in so many different ways, especially around weaponry, mm -hmm, as we mm -hmm. heard, taking the best parts of animals, right, and building out, m manipulating it in their DNA for weaponry. Um, but, yeah, so it's not a surprise they're coming back to that. Also, they made a big deal of capturing the scientists last season. Mm -hmm. So... I was interested to see her come back before we saw another Crosshair episode. Right. But, right. Um, yeah, I think it's only tip of the iceberg. I don't, it makes sense that the Empire, the Emperor wouldn't let go of such a useful technology like cloning. Do you think this has any ties to Exegol on episode nine? Oh, I didn't even think about that. You obviously have thought yeah, about it. Yeah. All right. What are you thinking? I mean, you got to think, you got to be, 
you know, I think it probably connects some dots at least, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're looking to live forever, cloning is one way to do it. Absolutely. You, yeah. I mean, it's not a perfected practice, of course, until what we see um, the best that we can see in episode nine. Well, that's so much of a bigger picture than I was even thinking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Bad Batch just almost in a way solidified itself amongst like... You Huge know, canon arcs. It's very big in, in terms of the canon questions that it brings and up. And implications. exactly. Yeah. So if you thought at home that you could skip the Bad Batch just because it's a, t- a fun animated. kid animated show, per- perhaps rephrase your thinking here. There might be a bigger, larger story at hand playing out. And I think they made it clear in the show that like even the Bad Batch realizes how big this is of what they've learned mm-hmm. and witnessed at the end, you know, when they're like give it to echo and rex like they know they can't they can't just be like woo got away thank goodness they're like something bad yeah is happening yeah uh, you know i think even they like felt the weight of what they discovered mm-hmm. the key thing for me in this episode is they kept bringing up about the emperor right it wasn't mm-hmm. just an empire initiative that they were working on no this was the emperor's like pet project in a way yeah that was the vibe that i really got from the way that the doc dr hemlock was explaining i'm not gonna lie i was so distracted by hemlock's voice (laughs) at certain points that i didn't really catch all Mm. the nuances that Mm. you caught um because audience jimmy simpson who's the voice the actor what a what a voice yeah yeah, what a smooth buttery he's able to like really distort and and uh, change up his vo- vocal tones for the role he's doing because that's not really a voice that he does for any other acting thing I've seen him do. I'd like kind of heard hints of it in other roles, mm-hmm. but yeah, nothing as devious, <laughs> devious, but also like alluring, mm, yeah. which makes sense because hemlock is a poisonous flower. Mm, that's a good pull. Lures you in destroys you destroys you from the inside but yeah his i was so i was very i was like what a voice we have on this show glad to see he's not gonna be gone you know he's one of the new villains you know we talked where what what's after rampart it seems like dr hemlock (laughs) is the next (laughs) so shout out to mr jimmy simpson Woo! good job we'll see what happens next week (laughs) good job yeah so Good job on your voice. It was a good choice. Yeah, good absolutely. Choice. But yeah, it did distract me. I did not catch all the nuance of like referring it to the emperor and not the empire. You know, like mm-hmm. it was, a, it, it, but you're right. It was a very like personal eye on this initiative. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to put a pin on that one and see how much that may or may not come to be. But there's definitely, I think, the inferring of a connection to what we see in episode nine. Yeah. So the James Cameron vibes are plentiful <laughs> in Star in both Star Wars this week, right? So we've both got the Mandalorian and the Bad Batch the same day. Were you thinking of Alien? Alien and Aliens in this one, of yeah. course. Ridley Scott too. Um, I, I should mention. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and of course, in the in the Mandalorian, which go check out our episode on that one, which is available on all podcast sites now. Uh, a little bit about the Terminator with uh ig11 when he comes back right especially the half ig11 it's very reminiscent of that end sequence in terminator one yeah that's true i didn't even think of that yeah so live james cameron this this week and uh like in particular like i mentioned the influences are from ridley scott's alien and james cameron's aliens 
Did you have any reaction to to that? Did you think about that as well? I mean, just kind of what I said earlier of like it, you know, the the expanse also takes a lot of mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. directorial and style notes from Cameron and Scott. Um, so I, I definitely saw those pulses as well. I don't know if it's because I'm just paying attention more to movies in general. I just feel like the whole season, Bad Batch creators have been doing like a tip of the hat to a lot of different yeah, styles yeah. and genre, like genres of filmmaking and traditions within those genres. And so I'm like, I don't know if it's on purpose. I have to think it is. But I like how they're kind of going the rounds of all the different film styles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I would most assuredly say that it was inspired by that um the same crew worked on clone wars for the most part uh and many of those episodes george literally said let's do an episode on this which would be like let's do a kurosawa inspired episode seven samurai uh, inspired episode let's do a godzilla inspired episode aka we'll talk a little bit about a godzilla beat later on exactly and of course in rebels the same crew did that through line there's a the Jaws inspired episode that we see with uh, uh, when Rex returns back. Yeah, that's um, right. And I'm sure there's several others. I mean, this season of the Bad Batch alone, there was a lot of Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Indiana yeah. Jones influences, of course. Um, so it's just I think someone kept caught up on some movies that they need to watch, or over the pandemic they watched some some classics, and then we're like, hey, just continuing the Star Wars tradition of nodding to favorite yeah, influences, not giving a, a nice subtle nod to your your friends and colleagues that uh, inspire them. Yeah, I like it. I like that too. We got to it already, Elise. The um, the big monster in the room, the Zillow Beast, is back now. When did we first see that? I was going to ask you. Do you remember the episode from the Clone Wars? That was all about the Zillow Beast and... I'm ashamed to say I don't remember specifics. All I remember is, like, I know there's a monster that eats electricity and gets bigger. Yep, the Zillow Beast, yep. I I don't remember the rest of it. I think it's like season two of the Clone Wars. It's a two-part. That's why. It's very early on in the experience. (laughs) It's like season two or three. It's very early on in the canon timeline of the Clone Wars. Yeah, I hadn't been convinced yet. Um, They find the Zillow Beast in episode one. And then they, they like the Jedi, they, the clone, there's like on, they have an outpost on some planet. They mm-hmm. defeat the droids there. And then yeah. the Zillow beast comes up out of the planet. Okay. They like, if I recall, they send like electric, basically how they unlock Godzilla, right? You know, yeah. there's a big explosion. It sends shockwaves down. It wakes it up. Um, yeah. And then they get it under control. I think Mace Windu's involved, et cetera. They... Oh, is this the one where Mace is like, we cannot kill the bees? Basically, yeah. Okay, I remember this one. Yoda also. 2, they're all... And then they take it to Coruscant, part 2, then it wreaks havoc on Coruscant. Yeah. Yep. I, okay, I remember now, because I remember being like, is Mace being empathetic? Like, I was like, <laughs> I don't believe that he actually has this in him, and I'm yeah. being surprised right now. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So the cliffhanger of that episode is... Uh, the emperor uh, well then chancellor palpatine is like take it because they killed the zillow beast they're like take it for research we must study it because yeah. of its that's right very uh dang they're just properties. looping back aren't they so, so impressive this is really like a 13 year old plot line that has not been addressed at all and now you're connecting to it connecting it to exegol and which now, is at the end of exactly what we 
wild Star Wars creators. You're doing it, man. You're doing it. For those at home, whenever you question, like, what is this? Is this important? Why do we care? It's probably important down the line. But you have to wait. Just give it time. Years. Give it time. Let the creators tell a story. That's what they're hired to do. Don't worry about it. We should know Filoni has every loose thread that's ever been put out there dangling in his brain, Look, waiting spo- to weave yeah, a story. Spoiler alert for The Mandalorian this week, folks, but we saw Purgle in live action. Yeah. Like, the space whales are, are tied into The Mandalorian now, so, like, get used to it. It's going to happen. You know, all these little nods that are actually <laughs> going to be integral to exactly, the story. Exactly, exactly. And it's not like it's a, we want to put you... You know, we want to one up you and can't like if you know your 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 deal or not when it comes to Star Wars. No, this is an opportunity to go back and and look at other stories, right? It's an invitation. <sighs> wow, I'm impressed. I I knew there was like it was just like a little wiggling in the back of my brain, like I've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed. So here's the question that I had, which you know this will be an interesting one. Did you ever think that we'd get a follow up? To when I mean maybe you know I mean, obviously not because I don't rem- I you didn't remember, remember it of course so I guess it's like you're just like okay maybe it comes up again in Clone Wars or something like that but then it never happened over the course of seven long seasons <laughs> or it was just one of those things of like of course an evil guy is gonna study a powerful right. creature like duh right I think it was gonna loop into the Bad Batch so let's say in the Star Wars like online community the Twitter community YouTube this has been a long outstanding question. Really? For a while. Oh, Everyone has always been like, what's up with the Zilla Beast? Every time a trailer comes out for like, anim- especially in the animated world, like yeah. live action, you know, that's People not- have been hanging on bated breath for the Zilla Beast. People have been like, are we going to get an answer to a Zilla Beast? Are we finally going to figure out what, what happens with that loose plot thread? So did the There's so many explode? YouTube videos that were like dangling threads from the Clone Wars series. Number one was always Zilla Beast. And now... Wow. Yeah, there's been a lot of videos that were like, finally! <laughs> wow, I had, Vindicated. No idea. I had no idea. They unlocked a, a big Pandora's box there with this answer now. <laughs> I mean, I part, I kind of was like, I'm, I'm sure the Emperor has like an, a menagerie of like animals they found during the Clone Wars that they need to exploit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Zillow Beast is one of them. Yes, yes, and... Uh... <laughs> I'm going to make a terrible joke now just because. Okay. For, is that a new title that, like, for people like me that are on Zillow all the time? You're a Zillow be, you know, Is that, like, a, oh my a community phrase that we should be under? Like, oh we're Zillow Beasts? Yeah, you're just constantly on <laughs> Sending, looking at yep, houses. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Audience, I'm rolling my eyes. Rolling them. Oh, I had to get that out there while I was still fresh How long have you been sitting on that? Just now. Oh, really? That yeah. just popped in? I was like, I need to say it now or otherwise I might forget. <laughs> Now you have to, now it's forever enshrined. Oh yeah, it's out there in the world. Oh wow, okay. Trademark this. All right, you Zillow beast. Yeah, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Well, of course the Zillow beast wreaks havoc. The empire comes in, does quick damage control in the situation, et cetera, yada, yada, yada. What do you suppose happens to the poor townspeople that witness the carnage from the Zillow beast? I literally typed in my notes, I said dead village. Yeah, I think I think that's a uh I lost a loss. You know, operated a loss. That was I was a little surprised. I mean, they they weren't super heavy-handed with it, and I, I just was, at this point you just 
you just assume know. it. You just like, all right, it's the empire. They're going to just murder this town of people. We don't even think twice about it. I was like, are they doing this because it's like a kid show? But they did like show murder in cold blood in the first couple episodes. So yeah, I think that's about how far. It's a note to how far they've come in this show, where it's like we're so desensitized to the empire and their atrocities that we just accept that they're just going to murder this whole town. This whole town, yeah. <laughs> No one can, like, whisper a word about it. Can't tell a word about it if no one's alive to tell it. It was interesting because I was, like, kind of in that thread before we got to the end where it was, like, you need to go find Omega. I was, like, oh, this is how the Bad Batch are going to be pulled in Mm. to the fight more intimately because they're going to be hunted because they were witnesses. Mm. I was, like, they're a loose thread that the Empire needs to cut. So now obviously there's a secondary motivation now but at first i was Mm. like now they're hunted because they saw something they shouldn't have just like all these poor villagers children and all i'm actually more surprised that they didn't just end them right there they had them like circled about they had them like uh tech was too good of a pilot no no i meant the like the townspeople like they had them rounded up before they herded them onto that ship um i I thought they would have done it force awaken style and just <laughs> pew 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 pew. They're not there yet. <laughs> They're not there yet. They have to get to the first order they first. Have to, they have to do something sneakily, I guess. Or they also had a line there where it kind of seemed like only half of the village saw it, so they only mm-hmm. took half. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe. I couldn't tell, but man, maybe they're not that aud- audacious yet. Who mm-hmm. knows? Well, that's that's yeah. I think those poor townspeople don't have a lot of time left if they're still alive. To be honest, so no, they're gone. That's a shame. Or but... they're like in um some like work camp. <laughs> some yeah, some holding cell on some they're, planet. They're mining moon. something or whatever. Yeah, maybe they went to the spice mines of Kessel and they're like, oh, I see the terrible monsters. Like, yeah, yeah, Tom. Yep, keep keep Got digging. Very Nazi vibes oh, sure. from them being loaded up. <sighs> I did as well. Um, not great. Mm-hmm. Sorry, right, Elise. So you've alluded to it. Let's get to the real cliffhanger of this episode here. Is Omega the key? And if so, what is she the key to unlocking? I think the em- I don't think the Empire knows how much of a key she could be. You know, like yeah, she's the motivation for the scientists to cooperate and that's important to them but i think if they get their hands on omega and they realize what she is and like with the genetic material she carries she's another zillow beast i guess that's my question is what would she be the key to unlocking right because we know that she is basically a female cloning type of that ages normally that ages normally so it's basically just boba fett just but they don't know boba fett exists they don't they don't of course yeah um so i think or they don't know that he's still alive yeah i i think he's disappeared enough where like i think if they he would be just as hunted i think eventually Mm -hmm. if they learn they can get something from omega there must be something i'm just curious there must be something else in her chain in her yeah because the scientist was very protective of her and i don't think it's simply because she grew connection. She had an empathetic connection to her. Yeah. Sympathetic. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. There must be something work-wise, because that's the only thing Kevin Owens cared about was their work. It must be something around regeneration. If you're gonna connect it to Exegol. Well, that's what I'm gonna ask. Is is there a through line between Omega to Exegol? That would be nuts. Yeah, is Omega like the most important character? 
in the Star Wars saga. Is she the reason we get Rey? Yeah. She could be. She could be the key to unlocking all of this. That would be wild. Also, it would be so sad because it means they have to capture her because to figure it out. I mean, I'm purely speculating poorly here. Yeah, so, you're going off the rails. You're losing we're just, it. We're just, I'm this just is trying not to, Force Ghost conversation. I'm just trying to normal. connect some dots here. Okay, okay. All right. We know Grogu got captured. Yeah. In season two of The Mandalorian. They did experiments on him. Yeah. Omega could be the key to something. Is Omega and Grogu equal Ray? <laughs> whatever they get from Omega, whatever they get from Grogu, X plus X equals Y. Why would Grogu be there? Just because they've done experiments? They, they, they experiments on his blood. I know it, it influenced the Dark Trooper program, but it has to, in my mind, potentially lead to something greater. And when you have the same creators involved, like a Filoni, overseeing these projects to some degree, you got to imagine there's some through lines that they're trying to connect here. Like, what if his son is a clone of Palpatine? You know, because it wasn't the son. Like, does okay? I don't remember in the final the this sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. What what did we learn that he that Palpatine had a son? So he's a, he's a failed a clone. Daughter. He's a failed clone. His, the, the son is a failed clone of Palpatine. It was an attempt that just was another, you know, it turned out to be a regular human, I guess. Yeah. Um, his name's Dathan. And that he married, or, you know, I don't know what, if they actually get married or not but off the top of my head, but he falls in love with uh, yeah. Miramir, who's Ray's mom, and then they have Ray. Ray. What if Omega, yeah, the Omega unlocks something that allows him to create that whatever clone genetic that pattern is it is, plus Ray. Grogu's blood potentially. You're you're going nuts today. I'm going wild. You're going, and of course, if it, if none of this happens, then it's just pure speculation and just for the fun of it, which I'm fine with. I don't I don't care. It's just, but if it's I'm a, fascinated the possibility of the show that so many people have, and it's established canon you know, that he's a failed clone, right? Is it? It is. Son, yeah. Yeah. Son, quote unquote. Yeah. Then I mean, I mean, eh. they talk about it a lot in the book Shadow of the Sith, which I just listened to. So, yeah. Then I mean, it's hard not to draw connections if Omega does is a key. It also serves the vehicle, the catalyst for bringing the Bad Batch back into the fight instead exactly. of hiding. Exactly, it's all that. Yeah. This is incredible. <laughs> yeah. I was saying, like, for a show that we've seen on Twitter, we've seen on TikTok, we've seen people like, where's the point of all this? What are we doing? It's just another filler episode, yada, yada, yada. We come in week to week loving what we're getting. And people. Who's saying that? We saw, you saw that TikTok I sent you where they were like, the most inconsistent show ever, et cetera, et cetera. And were people saying that after this episode? Not after this. No, I'm just oh, saying, like, okay. in the weeks leading up oh, to yeah, it, yeah, right? Okay. You get all these episodes. So I was like, this was kind of a big reveal on a lot of ways. Um, and. I, you know, I'm just, I'm in defense of the show being like, the why is there. <laughs> yeah, they're going to do some big reveals. Yeah. They're going to be, it's going to be so, a connector thread for sure. Don't sit on the Bad Batch whatsoever. Don't skip it. It's it's powerful Star Wars yeah. that are all interconnected in this woven galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. 100%. Which I think is cool. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, I didn't even think, wow. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking like that. We went deep in this episode. <laughs> you were thinking a lot more broadly than I was. I got so distracted from that voice that I really didn't think past what I was looking at. Well, yeah, they're like, 
off-world Kaminoan experiments and all this stuff. I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. They're trying to clone a Zillow Beast. They created a Zillow Beast that was dead and recreated one. Yeah. So let's just stay like... That yeah, feeds I, off electrical the concept energy. is there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you've convinced me. Ooh. Oh, boy. Well, did you have anything else to talk about in this episode? I know you have some notes. Did you have any other fun? Yeah, I, I did my fun little fun beats this this episode, if I can list them. Give it to me. One, it was funny to watch the negotiation with Sid at the front because Wrecker was totally going to take 35%. He oh, kept yeah. doing that like, 35? I can't believe it. Sure, let's take it. And it's like, that was oh, a good one. Go I like that. 60, man. Also, boohoo on Sid for like... I'm glad they finally were like... They got to stand up to her. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad they stood up to her. That was good. Um, I like that even Omega knows the unspoken... Like, she even knew the unspoken rule of not splitting up in a ship mm-hmm. in a haunted area. Yep. The group always dies. Luckily, not the case this time, but she knew the rules. They didn't follow them. The rules are the rules and the facts are the facts. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, also, there was a, a couple moments where, like, she was genuinely afraid mm. in the ship and it was nice to see her act her age you yeah. know like sometimes she's so fearless you're like i can't believe she's like a teenager right but she like was a little scared this episode and i was like it's nice to remember you're a you're girl like 13 15 yeah whatever, whatever. Yeah. um also the battle in the ship got us a couple moments wrecker was very protective of omega and like mm-hmm. kept pushing her behind him and stuff and i was like Brotherly love. I like it. Yeah. And then at the end, when Tech was racing out of the ship, he did a couple really cool, like, spin moves and stuff. <laughs> and he looked really good fighting. And you forget that he's a good fighter. He's still, yeah, for all the knowledge that he brings right. to everything, he's still... I was like, oh, Tech's got moves. All right. Let's see it. To so... that extent, can I also say how refreshing it was to have a huge monster that didn't eat Wrecker? <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, was like, oh, God, he's going to be ripped in half again or he's something. Gonna, he's going to get in half in the mouth and then have to, like, punch his way out or something. <laughs> like, just wild. Yeah, was that how the Zillow Beast gets defeated ultimately is it eats Wrecker and he just fights his way out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, thankfully that's not the case at all. <laughs> so those are my, my moments. I thought, it again, fun, big implications for the world Absolutely. now that we've talked about it more. And, um, yeah, Bad Batch is back to being hunted. <sighs> Back to being hunted. Who knows for who else comes into play in the next couple of episodes here, where they go next. I'm sure SIDS is not going to be a safe place very soon here, but the, the Empire will find out very fast about that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be... We're, we hit the nexus of the of the season, I think, and it's going to just be downhill at yeah. this point. No, yeah, this was like the big moment of, oh, we had fun adventures. So I think this is episode 11 or something like that, so there's only like five more, four or five more. There's 16 this Yeah. Yeah, so five more. Yeah, five more, and the last one's two. That's enough to, like, get them pinned in a corner and then also see maybe another Crosshair episode. Yeah, I think we need a Crosshair-centric one. But, yeah, I think we're past the point of, like, just going on adventures. Do you think we see Wrecker or um, Echo and Rex again? I gotta think we do. I gotta think we do. Do I think that we might see them in a rescue position. I think absolutely that, yeah. I think the team gets cornered into some situation that they can't Do you think Omega gets captured? I kind of think she might get captured. I think she does. I think if I'm speculating again. Irresponsibly. Uh, irresponsibly, then yeah. 
speculating yet not pining our hopes and Absolutely. dreams. Absolutely. If it doesn't happen, you know, I'm dreams. letting the creators tell a story they want, but as a person that's just geeking out about something. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. We're not going to clutch it too tightly. Absolutely. And if they don't do it, it's the worst show ever. How dare they? <laughs> no, joking, joking, joking. Well, Elise, thanks again for coming on to the podcast to talk about this, dare I say, pivotal episode of The Bad Batch mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. of the overall show to this point. Uh, yeah, you gave and, me a lot to think about. Yeah, we're going to have a lot. Hopefully next week continues this thread of, of excellent episodes that we've had for, for a stint here. Yeah. Um, so we'll be back. Those at home, we'll be back on Sunday discussing the new episode of The Mandalorian. And of course, we're doing two episodes a week now on Force Ghost Conversations until we're through with both uh, the Mand uh, well, the, when the Mandalorian and Bad Batch are coinciding with each other. So be sure to look for us in your feeds next Sunday and Wednesday uh, until the Bad Batch has concluded. But until then, may the Force be with you. Take care.